Well, welcome everybody to the uh, Orange Catholic Foundation series. Uh, we have today a, a great guest, but before I introduce her, I think I'll introduce myself and my co-chair of the Business and Ethics Conference. My name is Rand Sperry, and I am a commercial real estate broker with a brokerage company and a property management company uh, nationwide. And um, with me is Randy Redwitz, uh, CPA, and he has his own firm, mid-sized firm here in Orange County, among other businesses that he, that he owns and manages. And we are here to introduce to you Kathleen Hurt. She is the new Orange Catholic Foundation Vice President of Philanthropy for Catholic Schools. And we're very excited to have her on board uh, to, to help grow the mission of Catholic Schools here in Orange County. So welcome, Kathleen. Welcome, uh, Kathleen. Thank you. Happy I, I to be with you. <laughs> well, I, I'd first like to ask you if you don't mind to give a little background on yourself, and then we'll dive into a few questions. Of course, I'd be happy to. So I started my professional career in fundraising um, at my alma mater, where I worked in the phone program calling alumni and asking for donations. And so that's where my fundraising journey first began. Um, and from that, I, upon graduation from college, I went to work for USC, from there to Pepperdine. And then I got recruited to the Diocese of San Bernardino, um, where I worked for 10 years in helping our parishes reach their annual appeal goals. And five years in, um, started a major gift program uh, to work with donors to really make a tremendous impact in the diocese and then got recruited to the USC Crusoe Catholic Center and about few three four years later um, couldn't do the drive anymore into LA and, um, you know I mean that just in itself was a prayer I was saying on a regular basis Lord yeah. home and to the office um, so I worked at the Anaheim Family YMCA and um, most recently was recruited to join the foundation, um, working to secure support for Catholic schools, which is a cause very, very close to my heart and deeply, deeply personal. Well, you know, I do remember you from when you worked at the uh, USC Caruso Center as uh, I was one of the uh, targets. I mean, uh, uh, people who <laughs> donated uh, to, to the the center, and which, by the way, what an amazing uh, project that has been, the, the building and uh, this, uh, the center for the, the kids to, to come to every day uh, on campus there. And what a lot of people probably don't know about that is it's actually a diocesan church, I, I believe, correct. correct? Correct. That is correct. Yes. And you're involved in the student center. And what a lot of people don't know, the, the parish cannot really afford to maintain that center. So the job of raising money uh, was, you know, the heck down you to do, uh, you and a few others. So I know that was a, a very challenging job and you did a terrific job there. And I know they were sorry when you, when you left. And I know most recently you were with the YMCA uh, here in Anaheim, but I'm, I'm just wondering in your own mind, have you thought about uh, what you feel uh, you're going to draw from your experiences both in the Diocese of San Bernardino and here in uh, uh, Los Angeles County from, from furthering the mission of Catholic schools here in Orange County? Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great question and good place to start. Um, first and foremost, I, 
absolutely believe that the most important thing ever is pray on everything. Um, I strongly believe St. Mother Teresa who said, prayer changes us and we change things. So that is a core component of um, my everyday. Um, I also am a strong believer in knowing your strengths and your weaknesses. And because of that, I have met and worked with some pretty remarkable people. I've talked to kids that have donated their allowance um, so that the food pantry at the church could have more food. Um, I worked with three different Sarah clubs on a multi-year plan to support our seminarians. And I even at the Catholic Center, I saw a parent underwrite and then pilot a spiritual wellness program to help college students navigate depression, anxiety, and even suicide, which seems to be truly impacting our young people at alarming rates. So everyone is on a journey. My primary job as I see it is to help people celebrate the blessings that they do have and then discern how they might use them to help feel, feel and fuel Christ's love. So you're, you're, you will interact with the, with the schools and uh, principals and educators of uh, the individual schools that uh, to, to work with these kids as well as working with parents to to help underwrite these these things I take it so yes I actually have already heard from one of our um, one of our schools asking to schedule a meeting um, which I was really really grateful for um, I have a meeting scheduled next week with our superintendent to really start brainstorming with her some of the the critical needs of our schools and giving me kind of a better landscape of um, what it, the most greatest needs are and so um, my, my future in the next year really is about reaching out to um, those principals, the schools, and trying to work as closely as possible with them so that I can bring their mission most to life. Yeah, I mean, it's great to, to get that passion and bring it to the people that can help write those checks. So good for you. You know, one, one major difference is gonna be being in San, San Bernardino, uh, they don't have a crystal cathedral. <laughs> that's a major challenge for our diocese and um and supporting that and fundraising for that but um on on the catholic schools which rand and i have been very very involved with over many many years um you know the pandemic was obviously a huge challenge and to catholic schools and in general but the orange diocese really seemed to um thrive in the midst of that and um, what, do you, what do you attribute that to? How, how, do you, how do you view that? Well, first and foremost, I, I just have to say, I think our Catholic schools thrive and the numbers, um, the stats that are coming out of our diocese are just absolutely amazing. I, I have a paper because I just have to read off, but nearly 174,000 Christian service hours were the numbers that they reported last year. 99.9% .9 graduation rates. I mean, that's unheard of. And then nearly $110 million in scholarships. Yeah. I just, I think the students in Catholic schools and their family, they're just remarkable. Yeah. But you asked, you know, why the Catholic schools are thriving during the pandemic. And I honestly believe that during uncertainty, struggle and loss, people turn to Christ the most. And I think the pandemic truly exposed people's fear 
and our Catholic schools were present to help people through those. It allowed people to continue to safely gather at a time of immense, immense isolation. And in the end, the pandemic showed us just how much we do truly need one another. Yeah, I, I think the numbers showed a 16% increase for last year uh, in the Catholic schools. And uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see this September what the enrollment and increase will be, especially as the basically California curriculum for grade school and high schools is changing so radically. Um, I think it's probably will help drive more of our, our kids. The value proposition is even better than it was. It was great. It's now seems like it's greater. And I know just to clarify those statistics that you were referring to are from our high schools, correct? Those are the high school stats. Yes. Yeah, which is pretty phenomenal. I mean, you know, I, I think in the, the public school system in Orange County, I, I recall because I was on the board of a charter school and like 70% of the kids that graduated from high school went on to college. And, and that's in Orange County. It's not strong numbers compared to, to what we've been able to accomplish here. With the and I would say those numbers have held for, uh, I would even go because um, even when I was back in high school, they were toting those same types of numbers. Yeah. Like a 98%. But yeah. I mean, the, the church has had a proven track record in the quality of education for many, many years. Yeah. I think, I think too, um, the adaptability of the diocese. Um, you know, they, they, they moved quickly, uh, they adapted quickly, and um, really kept up the momentum of the um, of the education, and I think that uh, was a huge um, factor in their success um, of um, sustainability there for education. Yeah, really that's true. Yep. Yeah, they. I mean, and especially when you know they didn't know what was coming. To be able right. to right. Dance, you know jump on your feet and act so quickly, and in a direction where I believe our students did not lose that year of education, like I believe they may have. Exactly, exactly, so, so true. So now you've been in this position how long, Kathleen? A week, a week. One week. <laughs> okay, a whole week. All right, well, I'm just wondering if you've had time to kind of figure out like uh, what your vision is for for the schools and, and how you're gonna get there. Yeah. So I think first and foremost, it's about meeting as many people as I possibly can. There was an announcement that was sent out at the end of last week. And so I was um, so honored by the number of people that reached out from people that I knew at the Crusoe Catholic Center at USC. I had folks that I worked with at the Diocese of San Bernardino that were over the moon excited that I was coming to Orange County. Um, and so that was a really, really special warm welcome that I received. So I am looking forward to reaching out to all of them, making new friends, um, and just really trying to meet as many people as I possibly can so that I can establish a team of people that are passionate about Christ and about bringing his love, joy, peace, and mercy to our youth. Um, and then lastly, which I think the two of you would 100% jump on board with is just to strive for an overflowing enrollment, which after last year already kind of seems like we're doing that in some places, yeah. 
um, that we see these drastic increases um, in our elementary schools, in our high schools, in our colleges, and then hopefully as a byproduct of that, um, an overflowing of um, faithful at our masses and um, start seeing increases in the num number of people that are classifying themselves as Catholic. That's the big thing. You know, it's interesting. You said something that, that really hit home because you're talking, you know, I was kind of thinking, well, how are you going to raise money? And one of the ways you're talking about raising money is one that we don't think about. And that is just increasing the enrollment. It's kind of like a hotel or I'm in a commercial real estate business. We'll call it an apartment building. Well, at 70% uh, enrollment, I'm, I'm, I'm underwater. Uh, at 80%, I'm underwater. But if I get to 98%, I'm cash flowing big time. And really, the reality is, is that just by increasing enrollment, uh, you, you can stop the bleed of these schools. Uh, and if you, if you do that side by side with uh, creating more scholarships, raising money for scholarships, which, by the way, that's what the Business and Ethics Conference, that's really our goal uh, when we have that annually. Uh, if you combine those two, you've got a great formula for success and, and making uh, the, the diocese stay in the black as far as schools. The goal isn't for them to make money. I mean, they just like to break even all around and, and educate you know, these young Catholics and, and get them not just through high school, but college and onto careers and be, be very successful. And you know, that's, that to me is, is what I, I see we bring to the table as, as a Catholic educator here in, in Orange County. So well, I also just, I, I'm a firm believer that I serve because I'm Catholic, not necessarily because those that we serve are. And I know that that's the reality also of our Catholic schools is there are a number of Catholic schools that are in really difficult areas. Um, first day on, on the first day of my job, I, we went to go see um, Sister John Ellen over at St. Catherine. And she was speaking to us about the experiences that some of the neighborhood kids had to go through. And so just being able to have uh, that place be that safe haven for not just these boys, but their families as well is just such a gift that falls outside of um, just trying to bring people to Christ. And yet through their interactions, many of them do convert. You know, Kathleen, I think, I think you have such a, a great enthusiasm I think enthusiasm sells a lot too. It, it um, um, maybe not more than money um, <laughs> to a success, but still, it, it um, you know enthusiasm, um, a passion um, infects people and and drives people um, into the church and drives people into the schools and um, and makes people successful in the schools. So. So keep that enthusiasm up. That's I, I think that's a that's a real gift you have there. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. So Randy, you got uh, you're up for a question here. Okay. Well, final uh, question. Yeah, Kathleen sort of answered this already in, in a lot of different ways, but it's really all about um, you know you're a product of Catholic schools and how has that influenced um, your roles to date? And, um, and your future role here with the Diocese of Orange. Yeah, I think that um, I am just, I'm not just a byproduct of Catholic education, I, I am a beneficiary. 
Um, I came from a single parent household. My mom's dream was to go to Catholic school, but as one of nine in a mixed faith household, it wasn't possible. So she did everything she could to make it a reality for me. My mom taught during the day and waitressed at night. And I saw firsthand how hard she worked to provide me that opportunity. So quite honestly, I always knew it was a big deal. Um, but it wasn't until I was in my early 20s when I took a coworker home. And he lived in a mobile home park across the street from the apartments that I grew up in. And I excitedly you know, shared, oh, that's, that's where I grew up. And he, his head and face kind of changed and He's, he said, you lived in subsidized housing? I was shocked. I, quite honestly, I didn't even know what subsidized housing was, let alone that I came from it. Sure. So when I went home, I, of course, asked my mom. And she said, yes, honey, there's a lot of things that you didn't know. Um, but it was then that she shared with me that Sister Breach, my elementary school principal, also played a really big part in my education. So I really see this role allowing me a very real opportunity to try to give back in gratitude for the generosity shown to me, to show my mom that her dedication to her faith and to me was worth it, and that Sister Breach picked the right family to support. For me, Catholic education offered a safe place to learn it allowed me an opportunity to start each day with prayer. Um, I would say I was an average student, but I was surrounded by remarkable athletes and thinkers. And quite honestly, they challenged me to be better. And given the story I shared moments ago, um, it made a kid in subsidized housing feel just the same as all the other kids at school. So all in all, I just want to try to help other kids have the same opportunities I was given and hopefully a little bit more. What an incredible testament, Kathleen. That's you need, great. To, well, you, you need to speak at the uh, Business and Ethics Conference. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, it, Randy, it would be what, an do you, honor. what do you think? Did, did they make a good hire here? I think <laughs> so. An ex exceptionally good hire. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah we're, we're, we're just excited by your excitement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. And well, I hope others are as well. We and it's so important. And, and your background, you just, you know, you want to either laugh or cry when you hear you talk. It's great, you know, in terms of what a, what a success you've been coming from where you've come from, I guess. Right. Uh, and, right. and that's what we're all about. I mean, you're changing life. And your mom helped change your life. And along with, you know, Sister Breach or whatever. Sister Breach, yep. Yep. And I actually, it was really funny. I was, went to a conference and ran into her and uh, oh yelled down the hall, Kathleen Proven, which was my, <laughs> I was like, how did you remember me? And then again, you know, you start hearing these stories um, again about how critical she was in, in my journey that I'm like, I was always going to be a name she remembered. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. That's what's in it for, for Randy and me is to see people like you and, and being a for result sure. of Catholic schools and how, how great that is. And for sure. It, so yeah. we appreciate you taking the time to be on with us. And um, by the way, speaking of uh, business and ethics uh, conferences, our next one's April 1st. Don't be fooled. 
Uh, <laughs> it's really on April 1st. And it will be at the JW Marriott, uh, which uh, both Randy and I have toured. Kathleen, I'm not sure if you've got the tour. But I have, actually. Yeah, it's an exceptionally it's beautiful, beautiful uh, hotel. And if people have the opportunity to stay for lunch and they go upstairs, you got a beautiful view of the, the County of Orange from the, from the bar and uh, eating area upstairs on the roof. So beautiful. it'd be a great, it'll be a great morning for all of us. And we're already working on the keynote speaker and diving into this. So uh, it's, it's going to be another great conference. And again, thank you, Kathleen Hurt, Vice President of Philanthropy for Orange Catholic Schools, for being on today with Randy Redwoods and myself. And hope to see you soon. Thanks. Thanks for coming on.